Good evening. Uh, today's daf is Yuma Daf Yerches. We are on Yerches Amanalaf, a new Mishnah, about 10 lines into the page. I'm going to my paper. So there's a theme. That's uh, Mr. Spar. So a very important uh, background, background to know regarding Masech Yuma, as we mentioned already a couple times, that during the Bayashini, during the second Beis Hamikdash, there was an influx of ka- of Kahanim Gedolim, many many uh, uh, three hundred or so, and they would buy the position. But not only that, there's another p- uh, piece of history. So if you learn Pekayavis, you know that there was a um, there's a famous saying by Antigonus Ish Soichai. What did he say? He said, "I'll tell you, Kavodam Sham Shemaserav." Amanas the Kabbalah Pras, right? And he had two famous Talmidim, the Abbas Rabnasan, tells us there was Tzadok and Baisus. Tzadok and Baisus were two of his Talmidim, and they went off the Darach, hence the term Tzedukim and the Baisusim coming from them. If you look at the, in the, in the Svam, it, it discusses it, it seems like they really didn't believe in anything. They dropped the whole religion, the whole Yiddishkeit, but that, that wouldn't sell. So they told people, we believe in Torah Shebuchsav, but we don't believe in Torah Shebapeh. So that was the tzedukim. So as you can imagine, there, there were a lot of people, and, and the baisusim, similar, yeah, similar thing. There were a lot, a lot of people, especially the elite, the people that wanted the kahuna gadol, the wealthy people, unscrupulous people. It wasn't a, a fringe, you know, movement. It was a serious movement. And you're going to see in the Mishnayis, we were concerned that the kain gadol, especially in Bayashani, was from the tzedukim, from the tzedukim, and therefore we were concerned. He's the one that's going to be oyved lefnayv lefnim. He's going to, you know, do the service in the base hamikdash on Yom Kippur. So we're going to see a lot of, it seems, you know, uh, what do you call it, uh, um, basic things they're going through, but there was a reason for that. So let's see the Mishnah. Master Lloyd, they gave word to the Kain God, Zikanim from the Zikne Bezdin, to teach him the halachas of Yom Kippur, and they would read every single day, the Psukum we read last week's Parsha Achrimois, and they would tell him all the details. They would say the following Ishi Kain my master, the Kain Gadol, please say it. Meaning they asked him, recite it. They gave him a faher. Shema shachachta, maybe you forgot. Shema lelamat, maybe you never learned chumash. It could be, right? Erevim mikipurim shachras, the morning of Erevim kippur, mamidun asa b'sharam Israel. They stood him up in the eastern gate. Umavivin lefana parim ve'elim klas, and they brought in front of him parim, cows, bulls, ve'elim, rams, klasim, and sheep. They should know what the avodah should be. Some of Arshim say it means literally he showed them, guys, this is a cow, as if, you know, they grew up in Brooklyn or something, they never saw a cow before. But other of Arshim say, no, he was giving a little more details of, of what each animal's avodah was supposed to be, what it was, what it was going for. Okay, these type of shrita ones were way back in the day. All seven days when he was out of the, when he was, you know, sequestered, they didn't hold him back from anything he wanted to eat. Macho, mishta, eat whatever you want. But Erevim Kippur, as it's about to get dark, which we do, we actually have the Suda Hamasekes, so it's similar, similar halachis. Eating a lot brings someone to sleep. So on a simple level, that means they wouldn't want him to fall asleep during the Avaida. But on a deeper level, we're going to see throughout the Mishnayis, there was a concern that if he would sleep, it would bring lovely day Tomas Kari, and therefore he had to stay up. He had to stay up the entire Yom Kippur and we'll see that later on in the Mishnahis. Okay, so let's go line by line. So the Gemara is not going to explain, but the first 
piece of the Mishnah where they gave him Zikanim, we actually had this earlier. The Gemara told us, we learned this out from the Miluim, that Moshe Rabbeinu showed Aaron what to do. So in future generations, we're going to have Zikanim showing the Kohen Gadol what to do. But then the Mishnah said, we ask him to read it. You know, say over the Psukim in Achrei Mois. Maybe you forgot, or maybe you didn't learn. The Gemara says, Bishlam Hashem maybe you forgot. Lechaye, it makes sense. That's life. People forget at some point. El Hashem Lombard. Maybe he never learned at all. Mimok, Minon, Kihai, Gavna. This guy is, is uh, the Kayin Gadol. V'hatanya, we learned in a Brisa. V'hakayin Agadol Mi'echov. The Kayin, the Pasuk says, the Kayin is, is greater than his brothers. What does this mean? So we have a Drasha. Shehei Gadol Mi'echov, the Kayach. He should be stronger. He should be physically uh, better than them, benoi. He should be beautiful, bechachma uva oisher. He should be smarter, and he could, and he should be wealthier. Acherim oirim minayin shem einloi. What if he doesn't have? Now this means money. You can't uh, can't give someone seichel. You can't give someone anything else. What it means if, if he doesn't have uh, the financial status? She'echav akahanim egadon. I say, if he's going to be the kind god, though, we give him more money so that he could also be an oisher. How do I know that? Tamalem rava koyin. From his brother. So the point is the Gemara's Kasha is so how in the world could this guy be in Kayin Gadol if he doesn't know how to read the Psukim and Achrei Mais? Because by the way, there is a uh, halacha brought from this in an epic machlekes between the Tashbates and the Rambam. The Rambam has a famous shita that one is not allowed to take money to learn ta- to learn to learn uh, to learn. You know. To learn, to teach also, that's a Gemara, but he says you're not allowed to take money to, to, to be Isaac and Talmud Torah. The Mishnah tells us Torah should not be a kardoim, uh, uh, like a shovel, to, to, use, to use a lachter boy, to use. And the Rama has a shita, and he, he is upset that throughout the generations, meaning you look in the Gemara's times, everybody used to work, and now nobody's working anymore, everybody's taking money from the community. He's very against this. Now everyone argues the Tashbates, the Kesef Mishnah, the Beis Yosef, the Torah, the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah, they're all arguing him, but. The Tashbates in his epic tshuva, he quotes this Gemara. He says, "You see, that they would support the Kohen Gadol." So there is an Indian of supporting a Tamachacham. The Ber Halacha Mishabur actually, if you look, if you look in, in his words, he says there's a difference between someone who's asking for money or someone whose people are going to him and telling him, "We're going to support you," and he's allowed to take it. The, the Mishabur says, "We have a whole sugya of Yisachar Zavulin." How could the Ramam argue on that? But anyways, we'll leave it for a different time. But this Gemara does get a little bit of uh, ear time in that shuva. Next, so the kasha is, the kasha is, how could the Kohen Gadol not have known Parashas Achrimai, Samar Avyoy, it's like Kasha, Khan, Vimekdash Rishon, Khan, Vimekdash Rishon, he wants to talk about the first base of Middash, wants talking about the second base of Middash, Samar Avasi, Tirkava, Didinare, Three kavim of gold, Ailele Marta Bas Baitus. So Marta Bas Baitus, Liana Makush gave to Yana Melach Al the Oikme in order to that they should appoint Yeshua ben Gamla Bechahani Rabave in order to appoint Yeshua Yeshua ben Gamla to be the Kain Gadol. So we see from here that everybody was paying for the kuna. Now it seems like this was a bad thing that Yeshua ben Gamla wasn't fit to be in Kain Gadol. So all the Rishonim ask, we have a sugya, it's in the Dharam, it's in, um, it's in Baba Basra as well, that Yeshua ben, Gav, ben Gamla was remembered Latoyv. Why? So famous. Yeshua ben Gamla was famous that he was Misakin. Now it used to be, in, when you, they didn't have yeshivas back then or, or, uh, or based on Talmuds, they didn't have a Talmud Torah. So everybody would teach their children themselves. When they got older, maybe they would send them to, uh, to the big gadol to learn, but everybody taught their children on their own. And Yeshua ben Gamla saw that it was a problem, that it, wasn't, it just wasn't working out. He was, he was a misakin, 
that Malamdi Tinoika should be Bechol Medina, Medina Bechol every year. That you should have yeshivas in every single city, every single town. So you see, Yeshua Ben Gamla was a good person. So many different answers, fascinating. Some say, okay, it was two different people, two different Yeshua Ben Gamlas. Some say that he started out as, he, he, he was not, did not merit the position. But once he got into position, he was able to use that platform to be able to push a good agenda. Different uh, answers to that. Some say once people are paying for it, so you might as well get a good person to pay for it. So that actually was a discussion a few hundred years ago. The, there seems to be that at some point in history, nobody wanted to pay Rabbanim anymore. They don't want to pay Rabbanim's salary anymore, and nobody wanted to hire a rabbi. What do you need a rabbi for? No Rabbanim anymore. And the problem was you had people that were capable of being Rabbanim, but nobody wanted to hire them. Nobody wanted to appoint them to be their community rav. So some, some of them were wealthy, and they said, I have a great idea. We'll pay, we'll pay the community so that, because we know long term it's good for them to have a rav, we'll pay to be the rav. So the question is, should he do it or should he not do it? So based on this Gemara, you have Machlaikas in the Paiskim. Tamin Chasal Luzer was Machmer on this. He said, no, don't, don't do it. You're cheapening the position. Very nice. The first guy that does it is going to be a Tamachach, and the next guy is going to be a bum. So don't do it. And some said, no. You see the Yeshua ben Gamla, assuming he was the same Yeshua ben Gamla, and he was an, was, a, was an outstanding individual. You see, he did it. He paid, he gave money in order to take back the Kahuna. So you have this back and forth. There's one more point. What? Oh, his, his, his mother? His wife. Oh, his wife. Did she have to get rid of him? How could someone's wife be no mother? No, once he's a Kohen Gadol, does he have to get rid of her? Does she have to get rid of him? No, why? why? Amana was a Kohen Gadol. Oh, she was an Amana? That's what I said. She was an Amana here. I hear. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't her. Uh, right, you're right. Her sheer right, though. Okay. I hear. I don't know. Maybe I had to get rid of her. I'm not sure. Maybe they stayed together. I don't know. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, it's a kasha and rashi, because then what did he do? Or we have to figure out. Or is it, is it beforehand? But then, but then he had to get rid of her. Okay. Different time. Just one more, one more piece, just have you heard to say this. So, it, it, just by the way, this, this takhan of Yeshua and Gamla, it's very interesting halacha. That, no, no, oh, I'm sorry. No, so, so Yeshua and Gamla was misakin that every single city, every town should have a, a milami tinaika, it's those that teach Tyra. So, the question is, is this a community responsibility? Or is it an individual responsibility? And Pasha, it's a community responsibility. What's the napkin? What's the difference? The difference is, let's say a person can't afford to pay full, full tuition. Or you're trying to figure out how to spend your money. So if you view your local Jewish day school as a regular private religious school that they're charging me $20,000 a year tuition, so I have to pay $20,000 a year tuition, I owe them money. I, I, I have a debt to them, and I owe them money. Any extra money that comes in, I owe it to them. Versus, and it's a little controversial, versus viewing it as that there's really a takana on every city to have a yeshiva katana, to have a malami tenoikos. That is supposed to be funded by the community. Now, the best way to do it is charge every individual tuition so that everyone ends up paying. And it does make a difference how you spend your money. Just a fascinating uh, topic. Maybe we'll, we'll speak about it a little more. But that is the Takana of Yehoshua ben Gamla. Okay, so the Mishnah said they bring in front of him different types of animals. So Tana Af Hasirim, they should also bring in front of him the Seir, the Chatas, they should bring the, the, the goats in front of him as well. The Tani did an hour Tana, didn't bring it down. My time of Tani Seirim, why didn't he mention Seirim? He only mentioned Parim, Elim, and Kvasim. So he says like this, Kevin Da'achit Kaas, so since the Seirim are coming for the sins, to atone for the sins of Klai Yisrael, the Kohen Gadol 
will have Chalisha Sadas. He'll feel, feel bad. He said, I don't know if it's going to work as a Kapara, and uh, we don't want him to have Chalisha Sadas going into Yom Kippur. The power is also coming for Rechetz. The Gemara says, Par, Kevin, the Allah, the Kahanim, is coming for him, and the Kahanim, that's what the power is for. As you look at the, the, the Tfilah, the Yeratz, and we're going to see later on, it's for the Kahanim. So, if, he, if someone actually sinned, made the Yadalei, the Kain Gadol, who was the head of the family, so to say, the head of the the the, the mishpachas kahuna, he would know. Umahadli b'tshuva, he would convince him to do tshuva. So, but b'kuli yisrael yada, it's impossible for him to know what was going on in every single yid. Uh, only with with uh, kahuna did he did he have the confidence. So, Avina, based on this, handed that mention to people say ibara chasech da'elahave. If your um, if your nephew is a minister, either it means a tax minister or he's in law enforcement, just make sure that you don't uh, do things in front of him in the street because he's going to know, he's going to know that, uh, what, what, you're, what you're up to, make sure you pay your taxes, and therefore you have to be careful. So in a similar vein, the Kain Gadol was mishpacha to, to the Kahanim. He would know what the Kahanim were up to, and therefore he wasn't afraid to bring the power for them, because if anything, if anyone had outstanding sins, he would have been the power of them. Okay. Then all seven days we said he can eat whatever he wants, except for right before Yom Kippur. So the Gemara says, Tani, Rabbi Yehuda ben Nekaisa Aymer, Machilin Aysay, Selassos, we give him flour, baits and eggs, in order to, uh, you know, be a laxative to him, in order that he should go to the bathroom. She shouldn't be uh, constipated on Yom Kippur. Amr Allah, Koshkin Shatim, Avi Lidi Chimam. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Egg McMuffin. So, uh, so the Gemara says, what do you mean? This is going to warm up his body, and we're concerned for Kerry. So we don't want to do that. So, Tanya, Simchas, Amr Shemar, Meir, Ein Machin, Nasei, Lai, Avi, Va'ami, Lai, Abibibi, Vyesh, Amr, Af, Lai, Yai, Lavin, what does this mean? Lai, Aleph, Beis, Yod, Lai, Esrog, Lai, Beitzim, Lai, Yai, Yasham. Don't eat eggs, Esrog, and don't drink old wine. Va'ami, Esrog. What Esrog? Esrog. Yeah. It says there's no food there. It's all jam. I don't know. Squeeze it out. It's a fruit. It is, it is a citrus. What's Avve? Don't eat this, you know, fatty meat. The Yain Yashin brings a person to Tuma. Just by the way, some of this is brought down in Hilchah's Suda Hamafsekas. It's not really a, a halach, it's more of a minog, but um, basically try that, that we should not eat certain foods right before Yom Kippur. Basar Shamein. So different. Uh, interesting, interesting. So, but but as long as it passes, right? But but let's say he goes for a walk, then it's fine. So it wouldn't be. I'm not. You know, we're not so concerned for that. Okay. Tonerabanan. So Zav. Zav is a man who sees Zav. Zav is a type of emission. Will will spend a lot of time in Sechtas Nida, describing it, going through it. But either way, it could come from either. Uh, certain things, as the, as the Gemara and Kedushan tells us, brings the Mishnah and Zav, B'Shiva Drachim Boitkines Azav, we check Azav, if one of these seven things happened to him, then he's not tummy. If he jumped, if he did this, if he did that. So things that could cause Ziva emission, but don't cause Tumah, so there are seven things. Now either way, Tanarabanan Zav, Azav, Tardinlai, we say what he saw was not coming from Toma, it was coming from the food he ate, the machal. If he ate a certain type of food, he ate uh, too much, he overate, so we'll say the Zav came from that and not from Toma. The Cholmine Machal, all types of food. Okay? Elazar ben Pinchasar, Mishim Abiyudim ben Besera, Ein Machilin Aisai. So now, let's say Azav sees two Re'iyas. 
Halacha is, he's called the Zav. He needs Shiva to keep seven clean days. Again, we don't keep this today, unless you're going up to Harabayas. We spoke about that. You got to figure out if you're a Zav. But let's assume nobody's a Zav today. So you need to Shiva Nakim seven clean days. And we, in the seven clean days, he has to make sure he doesn't see more Zav. So, <coughs> I say, during the seven Shiva Nakim that a Zav had, don't feed him like Chagbiv, like Ches Gimel Bez like Gabam Gimel Bez Mem, like Chodvarm Vin, like Tumah, anything that brings one to Tumah, like Chagvi, like Chalav, like Vino, like Beitzel, like not milk, cheese, eggs, Yayin. For like Gaba, may Grisa. What? Oh yeah, gabum make recent shell pole. This uh, type of um, bean soup, ubasar shamein and fatty meat, umorius and and uh, fish brine. Velikol dvar mevin leitomar lasui malasui ha detonar banan. Include the following: chamisha dvar mevin es adam leitomar. These five things bring one to toma. Seemingly, this brings one to zav or carry ve'elohin, and these are the following: hashum, shum garlic. Now, by the way, there's a there's a halacha brought down in Shulchan Aruch that, uh, that you're supposed to eat garlic Friday night. Why is that? If a person's married, it's it's uh, lel oina, is milel shabbos lel shabbos for tamachacham. But either way, there's an Indian of of oina on Friday night. So the Gemara refers to klai Yisrael as oichle shum. People that eat garlic, so eat your garlic dip. That's also fine. But it's a similar concept where it's, it somehow it brings lidei carry. Bashachalayim, Bachagulaigas, different types of uh, plants, Vabates and Bahagagir, these things bring one the days of. The Pasuk in Malachim, and Navi says like this, He went to go gather iris. So we're not going to get into the context of the Pasuk, but either way, we're going to go through the word iris. What's iris? Tanamish made a mayor. Zegagir. This is Gagir. I think the Arsenal calls it rocket. But uh, yeah. It, it uh, opens up the eyes for someone that eats it. It brightens their eyes. It brightens their vision. What? Calls the carrots? No, no. Oh. If, uh, if you're able to eat it, eat it. At least, you know, uh, put it on your eyes. It has some benefit. And they sell it in Whole Foods. Amra, Papa, Begagira, Mitrana. In the, um, in, in, when, it, when, it, when it's, uh, it's planted alone, that there's nothing else planting, growing there. So then it's very strong. So nothing else is taking away its potency. So that is the, uh, that is the best rocket to get. Next, Amrav Gidol Amarav. This is actually born in Halacha as well. Asenai, someone who's a guest, should not eat eggs. Okay, we don't do that, but because the whole concern is that it's going to bring the day carry. A person should yeah, not sleep. What? No, Achsan, very good. Achsani is the host. Achsanoi is the guest. So this is brought down. Layisha metalisa shabalabayis. You should not sleep in the in the talus of a balabayis. So if a person's you know uh, by himself, so then you're wearing pajamas. You're good to go. But the point is, it, it, it's maybe they carry. It was brought down in Simon Reish Mem and Hochasinius that a husband and wife, sh- uh, a married couple, should not be together with the clothing of, with the with the uh, talisai of the balabayis. It's mishum tzinius. It's disgusting. So. That, that is brought down halacha. Okay, Rav Kimakla Lidarshish. Again, if they have their own clothing, it's also fine. You'll figure it out. Rav Kimakla Lidarshish. Rav, would, oh, when he went to Darshish, this is a fascinating Gemara. He went to Darshish. Darshish. Yeah. And he would go alone. Machris, he would announce. Man Who wants to be my wife for a day? Sounds odd. Rav Nachem Kad Mikla Lishachansev. When he went to Shachansev, Machris, he would announce. Man who wants to be my wife for a day? Now, seemingly, this is going back on what we just said, that there was a concern that there would be carry, and therefore, they couldn't go a day 
without having a wife. So this is extremely strange. And you look at all the Mepharshim and Gemara, they have all different types of pshatim. The most fascinating pshat I heard from Rabbi Surly Bronstein from, from uh, Daf by Surly. So he was saying that there's, it's brought down from Avruva and Margolius that there was there's, there's a madrash or something that during the, the, when the Persians ruled the land, there was a thing, anytime a, a guest would come in, they would provide them with a zaina. That was the, and there's actually Gemara, there's a Gemara based on that, that, that um, whatever, we'll talk a different time. So, <laughs> the, but the, only, the practice was to only do it if they were single. So these Rabbanin would on paper say they're married, they would get some lady to say we're married together, but they wouldn't actually be married, or we'll see, the Gemara's gonna actually ask them this. So interesting that they did that. that. Wait, they no, were married, no, no, no. what do you mean? I mean, they used to try Random, them, yes, they, they went to this, yeah. Escort, but not for the sexual, no, no, seriously. Keep, yeah. An escort, not for the sexual purposes, just as an escort. Right, exactly. Wear a ring. What? Just wear a ring. Okay. Another shot that many other says is that it's a very strange Gemara. Yeah, you know, the Gemara is telling you yeah, there's more to this than, 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 uh, than the surface. Another Gemara, another, um, another shot that many other says is that the people in these places were lax in their sneas and whatever, and therefore they wanted to show them how important it is. Meaning, the, the Gemara, the, the Beni other says, people in those communities did not get married purposely until they were much older. Not that they were looking for Shadokim and they couldn't find, find the right Shadok, but they specifically did not get married until they were 30, 40 years old, and they wanted to show them that it's late type, it's not good. See, we, we can't even survive for one day. I mean, they, of course, they were on a high level, but they just wanted to bring out that point. Either way, this Gemara, again, on the surface, is very difficult to understand. But the Gemara assumes this is what they did. And the Gemara asks, Tanya, how could they do this? You can't marry a woman in this place and then go to an island somewhere and marry a woman over there, even though from a halachic standpoint, a man is allowed, allowed to marry two women before the Chayim Rabbeinu Gershom, which is after the times of the Gemara. Why can't you do it? It's like some type of Gzeira. Shemi Yizdav Guzeh, it's He's going to have a, a son from one wife and a daughter from the wife on the island somewhere, and they're going to meet each other one day. And... They're going to marry each other. It's a problem, right? By the way, this, this, this Gemara is brought up in a lot of the Chuvas that talk about fertility treatments. And this was definitely right in the beginning, in the 60s and 70s, they were trying to figure out, you know, is there going to be any, any, um, any way to know? Let's see, there's, there's, there's donations, egg donors, sperm donors. Very interesting, not for now, but this Gemara is brought up there as well. So the Gemara asks, how, how could they have done it? It's an Isser to, is to do this. So Amri, Rabbanan, Kala, Islu, everybody knows about it. Everybody knew that if they, if, what do you mean, if the, if the Rosh Hashiva married this girl, she would tell everyone, I, I married the Rosh Hashiva. So for Rabbanan, when it comes to Tamil Chum, Kala, Islu. Okay. The Gemara says, I'm a Rava to Vauhali Nasev in a Spaisa, Tzri Kalesha Shivanakim. Let's say a guy goes to a, uh, a woman and he says, okay, let's get married. And she says, no problem. She needs to have shiva nakim, seven clean days. Even if she knows she was clean beforehand, again, today, no one, most women are not keeping, a, you know, hilchasnita. But back in the day, they kept it for Tumatahar reasons. Even though she knows that morning she was fine, she was eating truma, she was a daughter of a kain, she knows she was tahira. But now that her husband, now that this man said, let's get married, there's a concern of dam chimud, of getting excited, and she's going to bleed, and she needs shiva nakim. That's, uh, that's the halacha. Okay. So, so the, um, 
so the question is, these women weren't going to be much help to these Rabbanon again. We're taking it at face value that they were going to these places and getting a wife for the night. It's not going to help because there's damchimut issues. So the Gemara says, Rabbanon, I do have a moedilahu, make them have They told them in advance, we're coming next week, we'll be the scholar in residence, and therefore they knew already in advance, and therefore they, waited, they did the Shiva Nakim. And they were fine. All they did was they were just single them out, meaning they didn't actually really get married. They never really stayed together. It was just they were meyached them that you will be for Rav, you will be for Rav Nachman. Obviously, they didn't stay together. But the point was, that they knew now that they're on vacation, they're away from their homes, but now they know that should the need arise, as long as they wait a few days, there will be an option in this country, pas pasaloi, this lady is available, and therefore that, that's what they did. Just by the way, this halacha of tavuli nasi is brought down in halacha, it's a simon and shulchan aruch, that if a, if, a, if a man goes to a woman and he says, let's get married, they cannot be together. Even if he gives her kedushin, nisu, and everything, she needs to have shiva nakim, seven clean days. So some will want to say that any time they change the wedding date, she also needs a new shiva nakim. Remember when I was in Kylo, this came up during Hurricane Sandy, in New York, many of the halls on the East Coast shut down. They had to change the wedding dates. And this just happened during, this happened during COVID. Yeah, all, yeah. All, all over, right? So look at the halacha, for the most part. This is really talking about when either the woman thought that she was never going to get married, meaning they, there was a husband and wife that, meaning there was a chas and kala. They called off the shidduch. And then he said, okay, let, you know what? I changed my mind. Let's get married. So now she needs a new shiv and akim. But if they knew they were going to get married at some point, it's not Tavu'uli Nase. He was Tavu'uli Nase three months ago when he, when he asked her, will you marry me? That was Tavu'uli Nase. So for the most part, there's no, it's never really going to, this doesn't come up, even though people talk about it, but it's not really halach lamaisa. Okay, let's do a little more. Mishnah. Misaruhu zikne bezin zikne kahuna. So the zikne bezin would give the kohen to the elders of the kahuna, the, the kahanim. So you need a kahanim for this. And they would show him how to do the chafinas the, haktaris, the which we'll describe a little tomorrow, taking a handful of kataris. Vehalu laliyas beisavtinas. They brought him to the, the, the second floor of beisavtinas, where they made the haktaris, vishpiu, and they swore, they made him swear that he would do it the proper way. Okay, we're going to see the Mishnayas are going to describe that there's, there was a way that everybody used to do it, the Kahanim used to do it, and there was a way that the Tzedakim used to do it. Again, this is the theme. We're concerned these are Tzedakim. Vinifteru, they would walk away, and they would leave. The Amrullah, they would tell him, Ishi Kaingadal, our master, the Kaingadal, Anushluchi Bezdin, Avatar Shluchinu, Vishliach Bezdin. And you are, you are, we are Shluchi Bezdin, and you are our Shliach. And a Shliach Bezdin. Mashpi and Anulach, we make you swear, Misha Shikan Shemai, the Baisazah. Swear to God, don't change one detail of what we told you. Who parishubach? He would turn away, turn away and cry because they were they were uh, suspecting him. Vehain and they would turn away and they would cry. Now Now that night he would stay up the whole night. Shvuas night. He would stay up the whole night. Yom Kippur night. If he was tamachacham darish, he would darshin vimlav tamid chacham darshin in the front. They would have drushes in front of him. You think that would put him to sleep? But he has to get the right people. Vimrug alikrois kare. If he knew how to read, he would read vimlav kare in the front. They would read in front of him. Vimet kare in the front of. What would they read? Either beiyah beiyah the Ezra Things that are interesting. So they would read those those. Uh, Books of Tanakh. Zechariah ben Daniel. Often I would read in Daniel. Let's just do one line of the Gemara. Tana lelamdei chafina. The reason why they brought him up to Aliyah's base of Tina, so teaching the Maisa chafina of taking a handful of kataris, 
And that is why they brought him up there. And tomorrow we'll have a little bit, again, of some of the, some of the, um, the map of the base of Mikdash. So, Mr. Shem, we'll see that tomorrow.